What's occurring, but What's occurring? Presented by Swift. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, I feel like I've uh, piled on the pounds already. Only five weeks off the bike. And uh, yeah, well, I would say only. That's quite a long time, isn't it, really? But going from eating fish and salad and veg 30 right. hours to doing nothing and drinking beer and eating burgers. But all good. Standard off-season. Yeah. Uh, it's, that, it's that time of year, mate. It's that time of year. You've got to embrace it. Yeah. So we're lucky enough to be joined by a special guest. And I've just been out for a a liquid lunch and during my lunch me and Kath my wife sat down and we wrote the world's best intro <laughs> so you ready for it G? I am because I'm looking forward to this because you've told me about six times now that it's amazing so it is amazing I hope, it, I hope it's not just the wine talking here but maybe it is but big big so <clears throat> <laughs> the Big Bear, seven professional victories, 10 grand tours, and the bear has conquered 29 classics. The Gypsy King, Tyson Fury in disguise. He eats screws for breakfast and nails for dinner. You go for dinner <laughs> and have three courses. The bear devours five. He loves to shred. Half wheel ahead. If you dare to wake the sleeping bear, you better be prepared for the man with no hair. The bear came across three hungry wolves and he ate them for dinner. But now, the big yogi bear rests. Welcome to the pod, Mr. Ian Stannard. Wow, that was brilliant. Cheers. <laughs> love that, I love that. And uh, yeah, it's exciting to be on your uh, podcast. Hey. I didn't realise we were uh, writing poetry these days. I too much of it, and I thought, I was walking the dog and put cams on. My God, that guy can talk, can't he? I don't think you guys got a word in, did you? Not with cams, no. But how fucking good was my intro? It was really good, yeah. Mega mate. Thanks. Well, well Appreciate it. Yeah, G? Proud of yourself, G. mate. That was class, wasn't it? Yeah, fair play, fair play. Thanks. Next one, I'll, I'll try and write a, a few. Uh, I, won't, I won't get close to that, though. Not a chance. That was class. Anyway, Stanard, or Yogi, as everyone calls you. I've always called you Stanard, though. I don't know why. I've never, I never call you Yogi, but... No, no. But just for people uh, who don't know, how, who gave you that nickname and why? Why? Well, it was when I was on the... Uh... Well, juniors were going out to Switzerland, I think. Shane Sutton just came out with it, and it was kind of an in-house thing. And then, yeah, it kind of grew, grew. All the squad were doing it. And then, uh, yeah, obviously, it went to Team Sky, and it grew more. And then Random is on the side of the road. Go on, Yogi! <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of stuck. All thanks to Shane. All, all thanks to Shane, yeah. That's, that's quite an Aussie thing, though, isn't it? Like, nicknames. They, they never kind of stick to their names, do they? Like, like Sut Sutton would just be Sutto. And so, yeah, that's an Aussie thing. Um, yeah, blabbering. <laughs> so, Yogi, obviously, every, every, everybody knows now, now he's retired. Um, many a year in the peloton. We've got a lot to, we got a lot to discuss. But I think, first and foremost, one thing that 
you kind of become famous for was just that out and out win in uh, Omloop Head Newsblad where you came across three quick step guys, and not just any three quick step guys, Boonen, Terpster, and Stein Vanderbrook, three of the great classic riders, you know, of, of the time. And uh, I think first and foremost, let's just dig deep into that victory because that's, that's what you've been famous for almost. Yeah. Talk us through it. Talk us through it. So you're there, 10K to go. There's three of them. What are you thinking? I even like got over the Timeberg and I was them free and I was like, oh, fuck dear. And I, you know, <laughs> not a good situation in a way, you know, three of them, you know, and, and they're top riders as well. But uh, yeah, there's a group behind and they were so close. They were just so busy riding flat stick. And I just couldn't believe my luck in a way that they just kept riding, didn't ask for a turn. I wouldn't have done that. I'm pretty sure you would have given them a load of crap for sitting on. <laughs> so, yeah. And then um, I thought, oh, we'll get to the Langemunds, like the last, last bit of cobbles. And, you know, it's crosswinds. I'm like, sure, they're going to put it in the gutter, make me come through now. Never did. Couldn't believe it. And then, uh, yeah, got into them final kilometres and bone and attack first. Um, and it was just, in my head, get as close to the finish line with as few attacks as possible to kind of do my best chance, really. You know, I thought third may be possible, but definitely not winning. Um, so, yeah, once he attacked, I just took my time to get back up to him. But you could see they were pretty cooked as well and went on the attack in the end instead of the defensive. Did Am I right in thinking? I don't know if I've just made this up in my head because I haven't seen it for so long, but did they chase each other as well at points? Uh, yeah, they did. So once kind of came back up to Tom, Nicky attacked and Stein thought, oh, I'll jump on him and kind of just clapped me in his slipstream <laughs> back up to Nicky. And then, yeah, I could tell they had no acceleration. They'd ridden flat stick for like 40k and just went for it. Cancel our style, saddle, bomb, let's go. And then uh, Nicky got onto the back of me and I was like, well, I'm riding for second here. So I just went for it. Second's better than third. And, uh, yeah, then came into the sprint. I thought he's going to leave it to the last second. He rolled over me about 300 metres to go. And I mean, no kidding. He almost gave me a little look like, come on, jump on my wheel. I'll take you to the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, you can't write it, can you? Because there was, um, there's been a video circulating on um, social media since you announced your retirement a few days ago. And it's, it's like a highlight video of, of that race. And even yeah. in that video again, it's like, how how does this happen? And you watch it again, it's like, surely it's not going to happen. But It wouldn't you know, happen if you were in that free, would it, Luke? Hey? wouldn't happen if you were in that free. You would have given me so much crap <laughs> sitting on the back there. Oh, mate, mate, yeah, I, I'd have bust your balls out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's almost like you've achieved so much in your career, but that, that one win, the fact that you were against three of them, you know, you finished on the podium of of Roubaix, um, you've won multiple stages, but that one out-and-out -out win will just forever overshadow anything you've ever done just because it was against three of the big hitters yeah. of, of the classic oh, generation. On home turf, home turf team. It's pretty cool, really, isn't it? Fucking class, mate. <laughs> I'll be in England in Twickenham, well, eh? Well, hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who was the DS that day for us? Who was the DS? Was he talking too much or were you just... Servas. Did he help? Did he talk much or was it more just like he just left it to you and 
did, did we have radios then? I can't remember. I don't think we had radios. Was it the first yeah, we about? did. Because you went on, there was, like, I was in that group as well, and you went on, um, oh, what's, uh, what's the section before uh, Paddestrat? Yeah. You went on Paddestrat, right? No, Tyenberg. It went up there, and I went across to them three just over the top of it. Nah, 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 nah. It went before that. It went on the flat section. Hard hook. It went on hard hook. You guys went hard hook. Yes. Hard hook yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. There was like 10, 12 of us. I was in the group as well. It went on hard hook. It was a bit crosswind. And there was five of you. And Sep, Sep was there. And he bumped it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I know we're going on about this, but it's like quite monumental, isn't it? Yeah. Pulled us up with Leiberg and then off we went. And Nicky flicked you royale in the sprint. Yeah. He ah, tried everything. What was the expect, though? That's the thing. You now you've retired. I love a dirty tactic. <laughs> now you've retired as well. You can be, like, properly honest. So I'm expecting some real juicy answers from you now. <laughs> All right, then. Unless, unless you've signed up for another team or, you know, with us or whatever, doing a DS job or something. But <laughs> have you? Man of leisure at the moment, mate. <laughs> so would that be a highlight on loop or something else uh yeah yeah i mean yeah now I look at it it's a highlight for sure probably the highlight but um i don't know you know what it's like you're always wanting to achieve the best and for me that was like trying to win roubaix and it was just kind of a stepping stone getting there that didn't ever happen but yeah Third is pretty close, mind. Be on the podium, Roubaix is pretty handy. Yeah, no, it's great to have been on the podium and, um, yeah, yeah, no, it's good. Although I guess, I guess Roubaix, uh, junior Roubaix was probably a, a bigger disappointment, wasn't it? And you lost <laughs> <to> it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. There's going to be lots of beeps in there. <laughs> we've we've heard the story a couple of times from, like, G's point of view. So talk us through junior Roubaix. What happened in them final case, mate? What's G's point of view? I can't remember. Go on, tell us, G. How do you see it? So, me, me and you got away with about, I don't know, 15k to go or something. Yeah. I pulled for about 12. You pulled for two. I thought I pulled you the whole way there. <laughs> then we got to the final K. We did those little, like, clinker things just before. Yeah. And I remember the, you being uh, pumped out, and it's straight. It's straight. <laughs> so we, no, we, turn, we turn right off then don't we and then um, I was behind you and you just turned left like so we turned right into the stadium and you yeah, turned so left right and, I was like, a minute, and I kind of did a chicane and followed like the car in front or the motorbike straight through just in the zone full gas but yeah, um, so then I had the sort of behind me like it's straight it's straight <laughs> <laughs> You knew you were going to sprint, that's why. <laughs> Let me just oh, interview you. So there's two of you away yeah, yeah. in Pyrube Juniors, which basically means a contract for pros, and Yogi followed the deviation. Yeah. You've got to say, it's on the same day as the, uh, the pros as well, that race was. I don't know if it is these days, but... I think it was so, the very first one, wasn't it? it was like, yeah. And... Uh, junior. It was just unbelievable, wasn't it? It was like maybe we finished 
three hours before the pros. So like the stadium was packed, you know, all the cobble sections were packed. We basically did the same route as the pros. Like, then we did the last 100K maybe. Yeah, no. Like, from the section after Arenberg, isn't it? Yeah, it was unreal. And, uh, yeah, no, really cool. And uh, Roger Hammond got third that year, didn't he? Yeah, what's his name? Magnus won. Magnus, yeah. So we I, claimed him against Darling Wales. So. I was on the side of the road watching as a young pup. Bloody hell. So I watched you boys come through, oh. and then I watched the pros come through, and we were like, two Welsh winners, G and Magnus. We claim Magnus as Welsh. <laughs> so that's, that's how old you two are. I was on the side of the road watching. Wow. <laughs> You're nappy. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, then I, I won, obviously, standing over second, and we won my weight in chocolate, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. I remember him asking me how, how heavy I was. I said I was like 75 kilos or something. I must have only been 65 or something. And they were looking at me like, what are you on about? <laughs> but yeah, those were the days. I was good, yeah. yeah. We did quite a lot of racing over there, didn't we? Like going over on the ferry with, um, oh, what's yeah, his name? John Barkley, John Barkley. Yeah. 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 Ah, good, good old days, getting on the ferry, off you go, and uh, go right yeah. around Belgium. I just remember meeting up with all you, like, Essex boys, like, me from Wales, Best. down there, and then all you London boys, like, yeah, all chops in and all this and that. Those are <laughs> the days, though. They, they were good trips, then. Yeah. Sleeping really on, good. Remember sleeping on, like, uh, like stretchers type beds once in some massive barn house. Right, I don't remember that. But. It's like old school, like, you know, when you see war movies and then those green, like, stretcher things. We were sleeping on them, I'm sure we were. Oh, I, was probably, yeah, I always remember going, like, 20 euros or something, so must have been basic. That was probably yeah. one of your many crashes, G. Sleeping on stretchers, you've done that many a time. <laughs> yeah. huh. That wasn't the accommodation, yeah, well. that was just one of your crashes. <laughs> uh, so Stanard, what about regrets any regrets not necessarily like if you think like well if I didn't do this in that race I could have won or like I don't know anything in your career where you're like wow, if I'd only done that um wow. yeah I don't know pretty happy with my career you know um did some good races and then, you know, to be part of a Tour de France winning team a few times and the water. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm happy. Can't complain, really. What about, no. that? like, if you, if you could rewind the clock 10 years, is there anything, if you could tell yourself something, if you could meet yourself 10 years ago and you could say, listen, here's a bit of advice, anything you, you would do differently or approach differently? Yeah, I think, um, just being relaxed about it and enjoying your riding and your racing. I think we're all pretty similar in that way, aren't we? And, uh, you know, just, just enjoy it. And then everything else comes. Fair one. I think one thing in particular we're going to miss you for, Yogi, is... Um, You're going to miss rooming with me. Well, that's one thing I've got written down, actually, but I was going to come to that, but we might as well do it now, is... There was one year, I think it was maybe three years ago, where I spent more nights in a room with you, yeah. your old roommate, than my wife, which is pretty fucked up, really. It's disturbing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more nights with the yogi bear than my wife. 
Just, yeah, it's a bit strange. So I'm going to miss your bedtime stories, but but yeah, more I than can talk some rubbish, eh? Oh, you talk some shit, yeah. But, um, <laughs> like your one of your big roles in the team was every every year we have a camp in uh, in Mallorca in December. You almost took it upon yourself to half wheel the Neo Pro, didn't you? And many a time, like I remember, you had a battle royale with John Dibbon. Yeah. You put Pidcock to the sword when he was, um, you know, had, had a trial camp with us. And, and yeah. it was always upon Yogi to kind of stick the half wheel on, on, the, <laughs> on the Neo Pro. Yeah. So someone else is going to have to step up to the plate. And talk us through that, mate. You always used to like, like, kick the head out of the Neo Pro on these Yorkton <laughs> roads, rolling. Uh, you know what? I remember getting my head kicked in when I was like, when I rode for ISD by Dario Gioni. I turned up, you know what it's like, you're at home, you've been around G, you have a good winter, you're pretty heavy. And these Italians, you know, they're like all skinny and on it. And Dario just like killed me on the front for about an hour and then never let that go really. <laughs> so, <laughs> just getting my own back on everyone else. Did Dario crack you or did you crack him? <sighs> yeah, he, he, well, he cracked me, yeah, but I didn't give in like John Dibbon or Chris Lawless. Yeah, mate. <laughs> every every December, without fail, it would be like a nice relaxed camp. Everyone would be cruising along, thirty k an hour, and then like towards the back end of a long ride, a weekend, Yogi would uh-huh. be on the front with one of the young guys, and I'd sit plenty of egging on to it as well, aren't there? Yeah, I think I've got, a bit, I've got a bit of softer with my old age as well. Yeah, they'd always like, you know, their first camp, they'd always be trying to prove themselves. We were just trying to chill out. And like, I'd sit behind you, just give you a push on the back of the saddle. <laughs> just like, give you a bit of a shout. Go on, Yogi, go on, Yogi, yeah. go, on, Yogi go on, Yogi. And then it would be like half an hour war. You yeah. versus Neopro. That's good entertainment though, isn't it? Oh, mate, I'd sit behind <laughs> you. So when they keep coming back up, levelling up, levelling up, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, got my... I can't help myself. I just can't help myself. <laughs> Kurt did it to me. Kurt Arslaverson. Yeah. First year. Uh, was it Kurt? No, Edvald. Edvald. Oh, really? Edvald did it well, to me. One, and I, I was like, I'm just going to go to war with this guy. Like, he started sticking the wheel on me. I was the Neo Pro, like you did it's to me. It's the character, doesn't it? It showed you who's going to. Mate, I, I killed myself. But yeah, he, he cracked me. He cracked me. But yeah. We're going to miss you for that. You didn't go in, though, did you? Give no. Me, sorry. No. <laughs> Just stay there. Stanard, Stanard even started doing it when we were bloody doing the lap of Mallorca last year. And there wasn't any Neos left. There was just four of us left. And then Stanard, yeah, we had a triathlete with us. Starts. We had a triathlete there. We needed to go. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Neasy. That's what you were doing. You wanted to just drop in, didn't you? Well, yeah. I mean, that's always good for the head, seeing someone get dropped. And I mean, when they <laughs> asked us down what are you gonna do <laughs> let's go yeah you're the one that indicated that g i think we just both egged each other on a bit maybe <laughs> we're all as bad as each other yeah so tasted blood and I, I remember you doing it to newton at the track nationals back in the day when we were in the academy <laughs> they caught us and they're coming over the top oh. and g's up front and off he goes just start squeezing on holds newton above him for like four or five laps <laughs> I remember yeah, him. Yeah, so, well. I think they're going for a time or something. Yeah. He just holds him up there on his own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, 
basically in a team pursuit generally if you're the guy that catches the team you have to take the whole team around the court team nine times out of ten as well the court team sits up because it's race over and uh, oh, <laughs> yeah I just held him there for a couple of laps <laughs> oh he was fuming oh he was brilliant yeah I remember yeah. so is that is that where you're going to miss the most like that sort of uh, well yeah camaraderie with the boys and stuff and just ah yeah I think you know once it comes to December time not on a team camp like I'll miss that you know the back, especially the December one it's always good on our team in it and uh, definitely going to miss that it must you be know, strange because you know road and, yeah yeah because you know when like it was all announced that you're retiring like I obviously knew but for me, it was weird when I just heard it out loud almost, you know, and you see it on social media and all that. Yeah. So it must be even more weird for you because you, you can make that decision in your head and whatever. And then yeah. when it's actually said out loud by somebody else and it's final, it yeah. must be weird. No? Weird, yeah. Like, you know, I've gone through it in my head a few times and yeah, it's just like in so much pain, it wasn't really possible and it was the right thing to do. But um, yeah, it's weird once you actually see it in the press it's like oh yeah it's really real <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so that that's one oh sorry i was just gonna say that gets us on nicely to your arthritis actually because somebody mentioned it we asked a few people to send some questions yeah and uh who was it, it was natalie gibson and she was just interested in the the effects of it and just Wanting you to just raise awareness for it, really, for other young people that might have it and stuff. So what's the, the condition like? Like, talk us through it. Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of people compare it just to they've got one achy wrist that have kind of overused and got arthritis, whereas actually like, um, so it's like an autoimmune disease. So my body is, or someone with it, their body's attacking their joints. Um, they think All your joints? Yeah, so I mean, I first got it in my wrists, um, and now I've got it in my feet and my knees. Um, yeah, so it affects the smaller joints first, and then as it progresses, it, it does get the bigger ones. Um, and different people get it to different kind of degrees, um, pain-wise as well. Yeah. So, so going forward, will it? Can you like take medication and and stuff to kind of prevent it, or is it just going to progressively get worse, or? Like, how is it going to be long term? Ah, that's the thing. Who knows? I think, um, you know, there's, yeah, I'm taking a lot of medication for it now with some real, you know, kind of 33 years old and woman, you're riding a world to a race and the next minute you're retiring because your body's kind of giving up on you. It's, it's kind of weird in a way. Um, but yeah, like, there's a lot of medication you take in and just trying different ones to try and, ease the symptoms but um yeah with riding my bike as well you know the, the symptoms weren't easing and I was taking stronger medication and it was getting worse and worse um you know to the point that every pedal rev you know it's just going through your feet every bump your hands um yeah yeah so much pain it, it was strange that's mad so what what is it like so now obviously your last race was like August time was it yeah. So, obviously, when you're racing and stuff, you're a lot more sensitive to that type of thing. So you're obviously pushing your body a lot more. Like, since you stopped, has it, like, 
got easier or is it you know what I mean like yeah I think um I'm still in pain with it and I'm still you know really stiff um like just day-to-day life like when you wake yeah, up you get up yeah there, just, uh, particularly when you get up in the morning you know like you 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 know you stand up on your feet and you're like oh god like here we go okay. getting a hot shower try and ease the symptoms off and once you get going a little bit for me it eases up but um you know, I also ignored it so much last year. I ended up having an operation on both my wrists as well. Um, yeah. So you did, like, obviously, like, like we say about rooming with each other and, like, we did a lot of that last year and, yeah. you know, good mates, we talk, us three. But you kind of kept that to yourself quite a lot, didn't you, really? Like, okay, I knew you know, it was quite open that like you were having a lot of treatment on your wrist and your ankles and they were quite sore, but I yeah. never really knew the degree of the pain you were going through. I, I know you were, you know, you could see you were in pain, like you had to change your handlebars so they were a bit more comfortable and stuff like that. But I don't think until now I've really realized like just how bad it is really. It's pretty fucking serious, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's serious, I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, it's even weird to think about it in a way, you know, just trying to crack on with it and see what comes. But yeah, I guess it's not really something you talk about too much. And I guess it's a strange one being on the team as well. You know, doctors are asking, you know, Ash is like, oh, how are you doing with it? And you're trying to play it cool a little bit like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing all right kind of thing, you know, because, you know, it all gets fed back to the team and whatever else. But at the same time, um, you know, you want to tell him how bad you are, but you're not telling him. It's a typical athlete thing as well, that, isn't it? Because even, yeah. like, your pain threshold, like, if for an average person, if it's eight, you're going to be down as a four or a three, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Love a bit of pain and suffering and pushing through it. And, you know, that's almost what I saw it as at first. And then even once I got the diagnosis of it being rheumatoid arthritis, I was like, oh, right, let's beat this. I'm going to beat it. And, you know, you try all this stuff, but you, you quickly realise it, it's beating you. Um, <laughs> Which so is it hard to take in a way? Wow. It's yeah. all that half wheeling, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my body's getting back for it. <laughs> so, Yogi, so obviously this, this has caused you to retire, really. I mean, is what it is. Yeah. But career is what it is. So, what's, you know, you're 33, you're retired from professional sport, you've had a great innings. What's the next? 20 years of the Yogi Bear got in store? Oh, good question. You know, I always thought I'd have another three or four years riding pro on the bike and then um, kind of just walk away from the sport a little bit more um, to a certain degree. Whereas now I'm a bit like, wow, still got loads of love and passion for it a little bit. And um, yeah, I need to really sit down and see where I'm going with it and uh, what I want to do. If you could pick a job, if you could say, right, I'll do that. Even if it was, you know, you didn't have to qualify. Even if it was like, right, I want to run a team. I want to be a DS. I want to be performance. I want to look after the academy, the young lads. If you could pick a job out of the air, what, what, yes. what would be your ideal? I think um, two things, really. And one's like, you know, done the classics. And I think, you know, well, both of you done the classics, and you know how frustrating it can be in this team. It's quite grand tour orientated and performance orientated there. 
the classics is almost a little bit of an afterthought. So I've been trying to talk today about trying to pull that together a little bit more and, you know, really help that group perform and make sure we've got the bikes on time and it tries to try and smooth that side out a little bit. And then also, um, yeah, you've got Pidcock coming through Hater and just trying to help them through turning pro and their experiences as well and what to expect and get them up to speed with the classics a bit quicker than just turning up, you know, every spring and off we go and yeah. Mm. That, that actually leads us on to a question that I saw that came in from Brian, I thought I said Boris Johnson then, Brian Johansson, <laughs> <laughs> similar. Uh, and he said, would, would you have won a big classic if you were in a different team? Who knows, eh? Like, I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm happy with the team I've ridden in and what I've done in my career. Um, I think, yeah, I, I don't know. You can't say, can you? I've no, got the best that's... team and I'm happy. When I saw that, I knew it was one of those questions that you won't be able to answer anyway, but I still wanted to ask it because it's just a bastard when you get asked that, isn't it? Yeah. I thought it was just a bastard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know... <laughs> I've chosen the route I've chosen and, you know, I'm happy with my career and what I've done and, you know, riding for Freemian at the, at the tour, you know, that to me is amazing as well. So, you yeah, get that opportunity yeah. in another team. Yeah, you might get the classics opportunity, but you wouldn't get the opportunities I've had as well. Very good. Okay. Another question. This is from John Barrow. And this is a question I'll fire to both of you. Who is the hardest man in cycling? <sighs> a guy who just, you see, he's riding on the front. It's shit weather. It's raining. It's snowing. He's there in shorts and jersey. He's giving it 100%. Or well, a guy who, like, he's crashed. He's ripped to bits. He's a half zombie, and he's still there. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, what I'd say with that is, someone... I'd say just, it's not just riding the front, but, you know, cold weather and stuff. Cam can do that. Cam's a soft cock. So <laughs> let's put that to one side. Well, he's also, not really. Sorry, he's an sorry. iron. You know. Sorry, can I, just, can I just butt in? Sorry, sorry. And also, like, if there's a bar fight, like you're in like a shithole club in Cardiff and like someone throws a stool at you or like throws <laughs> a bottle at you or like throws a right hook, they're also going to jump in in that situation. Okay, carry on. Whew. Like a whole all round, who's the hardest man in cycling? Boy, you go into the trenches. Who are you going to have on your right hand side? Uh, that's a hard question. Okay, okay, okay. I Me, mean, I, actually, I'd have Stanard and, and Stanard would have me. I'm sure. Stick together, band of brothers, all that. <laughs> yeah. Mate, hang on, Stanard. Rewind, rewind. <laughs> You're in a bar brawl, right? Like right. there's four. How you'd be straight in there? There's four valley meatheads coming towards you. You're really gonna have G on your right hand side. He'd <laughs> get, he'd keep getting back up though, wouldn't he? I mean, they'd bottle him and he'd just stand up and again. <laughs> and again. <laughs> He's lost it. Suck yeah. up a 
like some of them crashes you got back up from. Bloody hell. He did ride the tour with a broken pelvis, man. Yeah. Hey, I had another MRI the other day, right? Totally off subject now. I've actually got three fractures in my pelvis, not one. Why you? But the Italian, eh? Super tough. Just trying to get more votes on the hard man, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I met, oh, fuck me. In that case, I'll pick G. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, though. I'm, t- I'm trying to think, but... All right, I'm going to go for... Um, he's recently retired, but I'm going to go for Kirienka because... And it doesn't necessarily have to be in our team, but I'm going to go for Kiri because he, like, he could... Ah, he have to, nah, he was, he, he was hot and cold big time, wasn't he? If he... Yeah. Like mentally, if he cracked, yeah. boom, he's gone. Yeah, you're right. He often, he often just sacked off a few brownies, didn't he? But, <laughs> I mean, in terms of like a hard man, like a physio or an osteo, he even shrugged his nose about a massage. He's seen it as a sign of weakness. And then if you're in a bar fight, like imagine like these four guys are walking towards you. They're all pretty big. They're, they already got their fists clenched and they're walking towards you. And you look right and you see Kiri. You're like... All right, we got, we got this. We got this. We got this. Come on, come on, come on. Here we come on, mate. You'd be fairly confident, wouldn't you? Froomey would get stuck in. Yes. Yeah, he'd Remember, <laughs> while we're on Froomey, actually, better give him a quick shout out. It was the last race in the Vuelta for the team. Yeah. Obviously, he's still racing, but been a big. I've raced with him since 2008. So, yeah, good luck to him and all that. Hopefully, not, he's not too good, but yeah. Hopefully, he comes second in a few big races behind us, but. No, fair play is uh, good luck to me. Yeah, definitely. Boys, shout out. sorry, sorry. I got, I got to go back to the hard man question because I haven't had a concrete answer off each of you. I said, Kiri, who'd you say? I got to push you for a name, boys. Well, for me, someone next to me in a fight, I'd probably have you, Lou. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, you love a bit I of a can't. scrap. But when it comes to actually being hard, not just stupid, uh, it'd have to be a classic guy because a classic guy that uh the toughest ones <laughs> actually i'll tell you who's pretty solid uh, the south americans in general daza who? Impy. No, no, no. South Americans. So the Colombians oh. and, you know, like Nairo, he's a tough little thing, isn't he, really? Like, Hang on. So four, four Valley Commandos and you're stood next to Nairo in a club. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just chatting about oh. tough guys now, really. But, or like someone like Amador, he'd probably be handy. Yeah. If he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'd love to see you uh, and Amador in a fight. <laughs> me, 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 Amador, Nairo, and Froomey. Boom. I'm going to ask you three quick-fire number answers. Max power in a sprint. Peak power. Uh, 1,400. Max power. Uh, what's your peak 20 minutes? What can you do for, what, in your prime 20 minutes? Whoa. I think like 480. Jesus Christ. Um, after, and, and this is one final question from Yayan. After seeing his gym, how much does he leg press with one leg? 
Uh, the best I've done, I think, is 200, 210 in one leg. That's a few for your, for your number answers. Um, plus plus the, the cage on top. Plus the cage. The cage is, what, 60? About that, yeah. So 270. Enough. Um, question from someone called Bam. What's your favourite ride in the Peak District? Wow. Uh, standard go to like Long Hill out to Buxton and around there, but yeah. Yeah, Long Hill. Love it up there. Camp Fiddle. Some little lanes around there. I was going to say Camp Fiddle's got to be in there, right? Yeah. It's in my Too new big. book, that is. Is it? You got a new book? Yeah. Mountains. No yeah. Oh, t- tell us about it. Out now in all good bookstores. You can buy it online, Waterstones. You can get a signed copy if you want, yeah. Oh, there you are, ladies and gentlemen. G's got a new book out. And he, he's won the Tour de France as well. Yeah. <laughs> One stage above the rest. Hey, uh, do you remember riding up Catonfield in the snow, though? That was some day, wasn't it? That's where you were being hard, isn't it? Come on, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Be all right. Be all right. That's when we were both being stupid. <laughs> Neither of us wanted to be the one to say, it's probably better if we turn around now. Yeah, no chance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we had to drive down the bloody thing. Wow. Yeah, that was sketchy, weren't it? And then we went over Long Hill, didn't we? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Standard. And probably did like Winnets and, and Snake oh, yeah. and everything. Yeah. Every time you get in the Peak District. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about the usual questions then? Um, who would you... So you can have dinner now with three people, dead or alive. Yeah. Plus three, three courses of your choice. What would you do? What would you have? Hang on. Yogi has five courses. Ah, oh, sorry, you, yeah. It's my intro. Well, I'm not really like a big starter kind of man. Just whatever, some garlic bread or something. But got our fish and chips for the main, like... Love garlic fish bread? <sighs> garlic <sighs> bread? I'm just not bothered by starter, you know? <laughs> it's all about the main and the dessert. What about some spicy wings or something then? Oh, no way. No way. Them suicide wings we had up by yours. Jesus. Oh, that was the night before my stag, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. I ruined my stag. I did, actually. <laughs> yeah. Pretty soft when it comes to, like, spicy stuff. Can't beat a fish and chips. That's... Not from anywhere, you know, from a proper traditional chippy. Out the bag. Yeah. load of vinegar. Load of salt, love it. And then uh, I reckon millionaire shortbread for dessert. Bit of good vanilla ice cream on it. What would you drink with it? Loads of sugar, loads of sugar. <laughs> what would you drink? <laughs> what would I drink? You quite like, like wine, don't you? You what? You quite like your wine. Yeah, you can't have wine with fish and chips though, can you? No, you need a, yeah, something filthy. What would you have? <laughs> yeah. Have a nice white. I don't like white. Don't know why I said nice. <laughs> nice white, yeah. I haven't come across one yet. But Yogi, I wanted to like touch on a nicer note. Like you are to the outer public, to the people who watch cycling, like the the big, strong, gnarly, fucking yo. You know, like an like man's man. But deep down, like you see the the other side of you. You're you're like a family man. You got a wife two beautiful daughters like and that, I guess that's what comes priority now in in after cycling life is 
deep down, you're a family man, aren't you? Like, how's life going to change after pro cycling to, to a family man? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's difficult, isn't it? You know, being a pro athlete and then uh, everything, it kind of consumes in you, the travelling, the training, the tiredness and being grumpy after training and um, balancing, like, family life and spending time with the kids and stuff and it not impacting on your training and racing as well. I think you've both got kids now as well. Like it's a difficult one, isn't it? To get the balance. So yeah, looking forward to that, you know, just uh, spending more time at home and a bit more balanced if you like. Yeah. Cause that's a, that's a side that people who watch sport and, you know, cycling and yourself don't really see and appreciate is like, you know, they see this side of you who's, like a ferocious sportsman. They don't see the other side of you who's like a gentle giant and you see, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm number one roommate. So I see you on FaceTime. Going, <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> voice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it, it's so hard isn't it to be away from home so much and, uh, yeah, they're kind of growing up without you there and it is super, super tough to be doing that. So it'd be nice. Yeah, it's nice to put them to bed and yeah, keep doing that. Be a nice first Christmas, like we don't have to train and stuff, eh? Yeah, no Christmas Day training and doing your sap effort to burn off your Christmas dinner before we've eaten it. <laughs> <laughs> so, gee, you're off for lunch now. Where are you going, mate? Uh, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I just follow now. Oh. Do what I'm told. Size of boss. <laughs> Whipped. Yeah, mate. Just constantly putting out fires, you know? Looking after Max, doing other stuff. Oh, boys. So this week, right, we started potty training. <laughs> oh, my God. So we're on day three. Day one, um, eight accidents, which means piss everywhere. Day two, four accidents. And day three, we're on no accidents, which is today. So wish me luck, because I've cleaned up an unbelievable amount of piss over the last 36 hours. And how's Ollie getting on? <laughs> <laughs> me and Ollie are fine. It's Kath, mate. <laughs> I'm like, Kath, stop pissing on the floor. Uh, Bless her. She can't control it. <laughs> anyway, cheers, Dan. It was good to see you. Yeah, no worries. We'll have Great. to have a good a proper oh, celebration at some point. So. Will, you have, will you have a retirement party when all, all this COVID is over? I'm pretty easy, eh? I'd have gone out the side as George. Yeah. He was like, yeah, we've got to put a press release out. I was like, nah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. No, no, we've got to do something. <laughs> I wouldn't have said anything. So. Yes. Yeah. We're out the side door. Yeah, exactly. But behind closed doors, we can have a bit of a goodbye celebration, can't we? Yeah, but no, it's been nice to, you know, there's been a lot of love out there, if you like. And yeah, no, it's, it's been nice to be appreciated. Well, listen, mate, hell of a career. I think we both enjoyed you, like, on and off the bike, having you, you know, batting with us in the peloton, laughs on the yeah, disabled. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it big time. But, uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we'll miss, we'll miss you, but, you know, we'll yeah. still be around. We'll still have... Might be giving you some stick on the phone. Sorry? If I ever become a DS, I'll forget how quick it is to be a bike 
bike rider. He'll Come do. on. He'll <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, yeah. G, any final words, mate? Well, just chapeau. I think you've had, uh, you know, obviously it's ended maybe two, three years it's sooner than you'd like. But I think, um, yeah, like we've said, incre incredible career. It's been great to be seeing it firsthand alongside you, you know. Like I said in that little tweet from Racing Mount Pavements when like That's Lemons crazy. and Spa, Manchester Youth Tour, all that shit. From there until like, you know, yeah, lapping the field at Leamington Spa, and then you look, went off and took another lap. <laughs> and then I remember going to Ireland with Luke, your dad there, that fucking roof rack he's got on that car, like thousand bikes on it. Fourteen bikes on a roof, my dad had. Fourteen <laughs> bikes on a roof. <laughs> I have like my first memory of like the rows. <laughs> Gypsies. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Like youth tour of Ireland, whatever it was. But I'm sure we'll still have. Uh... Plenty of things to do. Yeah, definitely. Do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. But, uh, yeah, nice one. Yeah, very good. Cheers, we'll have us. a big celebration soon. Cheers, boys. I'll see you on the road, eh? Very good. Yeah. Nice one. Ciao for now. Ciao for now. Thank you.